Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know him from Black Monday on Showtime. He's the host of podcasts like How Did This Get Made and Unspooled on Earwolf. He's also an LA Clippers super fan. It's Paul Shear. Hey, Hi. how are you? Hi. I'm very excited to be here. This oh, is uh, thank you. the morning after a pretty fun Clippers victory. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, but that was a, you guys were there last night. We right? were. So we was are. I. Oh, cool. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. We were literally in the very last row of the Staples Center. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And meanwhile, my wife bailed on me uh, minutes before the game. So I had an open seat right next to oh, me. Right? Yeah. Bummer. Well, it was still a fun game. It yeah. was fun. A weird first half. And then it got really good. Yeah. We'll go into details yeah, about the sorry. game in a minute. But first, we want to hear more about you of and course. your basketball history. Yeah. Well, you know, my basketball history is interesting because I grew up in New York mm -hmm. and my dad was a huge college basketball fan. Oh, okay. And so we would go see uh, St. John's University at the time. It was like it was incredibly exciting because like Patrick Ewing was on Georgetown and he was playing. And so, you know, and Chris Mullen, who was on Golden State, like he was playing on St. John. So as a kid growing up, I was watching all these players from the Big East tournament kind of get sucked up into great positions in the NBA. But I felt like we had this really interesting in in going to college basketball because especially when you went to St. John's University in Queens, uh -huh. we were like behind the bench. You know, we we're right. not a family of wealth. It yeah. was just that it's just an easier ticket because it's not even one of like the premier. It's not an NCAA thing either. So mm -hmm. it's like it's kind of on this weird outskirts. Um Big East and now it's not even the Big East. But so that's how I kind of got into it. And I would be this little uh, kid who would sneak basically anywhere I could in the auditorium to like meet players and see different people. So I'd always get like in the locker room. As oh my a God. Little kid. I get a million autographs. And I was running around. No one stopped kids. I realized as long as you worked, like as long as you walked with purpose, you could just kind of like weasel your way in and out. And so when St. John's played their big games, they played at Madison Square Garden. And then it was like sneaking in and getting to meet people at the time. I was very excited about one of those people being Bill Cosby. A story that wow. does not age well, <laughs> but I will tell you that when I met him, he was a dick. So, oh. it was, uh, so it all works out. That checks. Yeah, he he was in the locker room. <laughs> well, he was in this like special area watching. I believe Temple was playing, so that's why I think he was there. He's a big Temple fan. Okay, and uh, and all these kids were surrounding him, but he ignored them. Like it was like. I've never seen anything like it. It's one of those images that burn into your memory. And so like lose the Bill Cosby of it all. I just say like, <laughs> here is a man that is being surrounded by children, actively ignoring them, like ignoring them. Like oh, no one's calling my name. Nothing's happening. I don't even see children. It was so weird. Like, everyone's like, Mr. Cosby, Mr. Cosby, Mr. Cosby. It's like, just, just stared straight forward, never moved. And I was like, that's, one of the worst, like, so, like you can't just go to a game and then not acknowledge anyone. Like last night, Adam Sandler was at the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, I saw people like pop, 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 you know, like gives a little high <laughs> sign. You don't have to like take a million pictures, yeah. but you could like, you know, throw a peace sign down, do something. Yeah. Especially uh, for someone who has a reputation as being like four kids. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, Especially it's like, it's not the Bill Cosby of now. This is like the Bill Cosby of like you know, the Cosby show, like, yeah. right. it's like you know, and like, yeah. you know, so it's still like the lovable, not even the curmudgeonly bill right. before it became like the criminal bill. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so um, I, I, so that's how I kind of got into basketball. I really loved watching it, but honestly, as a kid, a little bit bored by it too. I mean, college basketball is shorter, but, um, and then um, my team was the Knicks, but because we were not a family of wealth, uh, we could not go to Knicks games. That was not like, we would get to go maybe once a season. And that mm -hmm. was yeah. really, really fun. But being at Madison Square Garden was, I thought was amazing. I saw Michael Jordan play and wow, I saw like, so all this, cool. like, these fun people. And, but my dad is not a sports fan. And so that goes across the board on, on everything. Like he likes sports and he likes St. John's, but it was not like, He's not like a guy who's like, oh, we're going to put the game on. And my parents were divorced too. So um, it it wasn't like I grew up in a sports house. So like, I love the Knicks. I supported the Knicks. But I wasn't like, I couldn't give you stats about the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's how my whole sports history has kind of been. It's like, oh, I 
I, I'm not that, I, I'm like, yeah, I like them. I'll go see a game. That'll be fun. And then when I moved out here to LA, it's a long-winded answer as far. <laughs> no, uh, I love it. How long I, ago was that? Probably, I moved out here like half and half, like in 2005, 2006, because I was working in New York and I was working in LA and I was going back and forth and it was fun. And I felt like, oh, that would be the perfect thing. And then I just got sucked up in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I got sucked up in LA, uh, I also did not have a lot of money and, uh, and the Clippers were like a cheaper ticket to go see basketball. Right. And I was like, Oh, that's yeah. really fun. And they were an exciting team and, or they had like some energy to them. They weren't like, they were like, you know, in that Blake Griffin era, you know, that lob city, like there's some energy around them. And I was like, you know, if I'm going to have like a family here and, and, and do this, I, I really want to find like LA teams. Cause I don't want to be that person that goes to the stadium like once a year yeah. to see the Knicks play, yeah. get them blown out anyway. You know, cause mm-hmm. the Knicks never seemingly are good. Uh, <laughs> but, um, poor and Knicks. I, yeah, oh, poor Knicks, poor, poor Knicks. Uh, but good for them. Cause James Dolan's the worst. Uh, and I'll probably be banned from Madison square garden for saying it. Out loud. Uh, but, um, but then I, I started getting into Clippers again, casually, like, all my kind of sports affiliations had been. And then somewhere in the, like the last five years, I was like, Oh no, I'm just going to now like really commit to the Clippers. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, and it was again, not like because they were doing amazing. I just, I thought like, Oh, I want to like, when I have my kid, well, I guess a little bit more than five years ago, probably like seven years ago. I was like, when I have my kid, I want to like bring him to games mm-hmm. and I want him to be excited about it. And I want to like have something to share with them. And so in the last seven years, it's been all Clippers and having like partial season plans. And now this is my first like season ticket year uh, after having like those 15 game plans. So I've been loving the Clippers. And so I, for me, like I kind of share a similar journey as you, which is like, I have always been a team based fan. Mm -hmm. And in the last two years, I've grown to be like more of an NBA fan. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm just kind of pulling it in and, you know, in like two years, three years, but I'm like, I'm starting to like, understand more about the league not just about my team and how the players coming in affect my team so yeah. totally yeah, yeah that totally makes sense yeah i i don't understand why people are so like anti like people moving here and becoming clippers fans like i don't <laughs> yeah. get it like of course we live here we want to go to games we want to enjoy being a fan so what's the problem well one of the things that's the most upsetting or at least it has been and i think this season has been a big change is that uh like you go to Staples for Clippers home game and there are equal amount of fans there that are there for the away team. And Mm -hmm. it drives me nuts because they don't ever have a home court advantage. And I feel like I was talking about this last night, like the Lakers are America's NBA team. Like the Mm -hmm. same way, like the Cowboys are like America's football team. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you go into any sports store, you will see a Lakers Jersey. You'll see a Cowboys Jersey. People are Lakers fans. Like last night, the Lakers played the uh, Pacers Mm -hmm. and I was like reading tweets from the stadium. And they're like, there are more Laker fans here than Pacer fans. And that's Indiana. Like you should think that you should be so loud. Like you, Mm -hmm. the Pacer fan should be so loud. And, and so I like that the culture is changing a little bit, but yeah, I, I don't understand why you can't switch affiliations. I mean, players yeah. are switching teams all the time. Why <laughs> right. can't I switch a team? Especially yeah. like, don't punish me for having moved. Yeah. Like I yes. moved away. I've moved, uh, you know, I've lived in three places as uh, that I considered home at this yeah. point. I still like all those teams. Yeah. I'm not going to like, totally. but it's fun to be in the town, yes. which the team is in because then you have more opportunities to see them. And then it's, there's like, there is like a hometown pride too. Yes. I like, yeah. I like that. It makes me feel like I'm in a community and not just like, well, LA is not my, I, I'm not that person either. Like I'm not really from LA. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I like, I, I, I like, I, the you know, my like my taxes will show that I have spent a majority of time in LA. You know, like that's fine. Totally, I do think what you're talking about with like the um, visiting fans and stuff like that seems like it's changing for Clippers yes. games yeah. this, this season, especially. It's oh, been amazing. My gosh. I was there on the Celtics game, which was a little bit earlier this year, and it was such a great game because Celtics fans are. You know, fans that come out like Laker fans and there's so many of them because there's so many East Coast transplants and they're a great organization and they have, you know, they have an amazing fan. So I have nothing bad to say, but they were loud for the Celtics. And I felt like that was the game. And it was even better than the Lakers uh, game. It was like the Clippers 
like took it oh it was almost like we wrestled it back and from that game forward i feel like there's been an energy there like mm-hmm. last night there was a, a suns fan in my section and like he rooted for the suns in the middle of it and very politely was shut down by our section i was like <laughs> yes i want to see that like this guy's like wait a second your son's fan? You've been sitting here the entire time? <laughs> he was like, I, I just, I, I went to college with that guy. I, I just, I, 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 and, like, and I was like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah, we got to like, why not lay down the law just a little bit? Like, be like, yeah, you yeah. can't be like, you just can't show up. I mean, because I used to hate going to Portland games because, and, and I love Portland, but it's like, you just go there and there's so many Portland Blazers. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, great. I love these guys too, but who cares? Like, I mean, it's like, I want to, I want to go in a sea of Clippers jersey. Totally. Right. Have you had any fun player interactions? Um, no, I have never. Really? Uh, I mean, Blake. Yes. Okay. Blake. Uh, I mean, oh, in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. I guess, you know, no, I'm like one of those people that uh, is afraid to talk to people that I like. I feel like I will not be cool enough for them. <laughs> I will, I'm not interesting to them. I feel like I, I, I look like probably everybody else that like wants something from them. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just chill out. I hang back. Occasionally I'll get like uh, a retweet uh, from Pat Bev, which I like. Amazing. I got a follow from Trez, which I'm amazing, very happy amazing. with, you know, um, and, and uh, yeah, I, I kind of stay out of it. I was in the locker room one time with the Clippers. I felt like I could have talked to them. I don't know. But Blake is fun because Blake was very much into comedy right. and I improvised with him and I've done bits with him and he's just like a good fun guy, but there's like a mutual reason. Like to me, I love, uh, I love Pat Beverly. Like I love, yeah. love, love him. Uh, <laughs> but I would be, I, I don't know what I could say to him that would like, I, like I was like, I, I play out the interaction in my head. I'm like, there's nothing. Uh, I would, it will, it will not go well. No, it would so, be fun. Uh, He's know. a sweetie pie. Yeah, I, I, I got to met him once. Yeah. yeah. And I met him a couple times. He's a real sweetie pie. Is he nice? Yeah. All right. You, you don't worry about all it. Right, you should totally right. say hi to him next time. All right. I mean, they will. <laughs> He's right. not as aggressive in real life as he is on the court. He's the best. I want that. I mean, like, he's like, I feel like all he's doing is like ramping. I mean, he's the yeah. reason why I think the stadium changed. I have a, you know, like I said, uh, not to keep on mentioning them, but I have two kids and my five-year-old is hugely into the Clippers. So oh, that's He so always is asking me, can he be the underground goat? Uh, which <laughs> is amazing. Uh, and, uh, and we play all the time and he plays like Pat Bev and he'll do all this stuff. But I want to bring him and I feel like I would love to see that interaction. Yeah. yeah. I would love to see my kid like get a high five from Pat Bev. That to me would boom. Like that would make then make it all great. Oh, and by the way, DeAndre Jordan is somebody else who oh, yeah. also had interactions with, and he is the best. And I love DeAndre. He seems awesome. so yeah. sweet and cool. He was on this cooking show, a Bon Appetit cooking show, oh, recently, really? <laughs> where he was getting instructions from someone behind him. Oh, okay. And it, like it was like, yeah, kind of. I love it. <laughs> and it was so cute. And he like had no idea what a mixer was. I love it. It was cute. Um, we should, one, yeah, we should do one, one last question. I would just, one last yeah. question. How was the hot dog canic That was going to be my oh, question too. Oh my gosh. All right. So I, like I said, I am a, a, a big Clippers fan. I try to be vocal about it on Twitter, much to many people's chagrin. But uh, so I was talking to one of my friends uh, who works somewhere in the Clippers organization. And I was like, you know, he was like, we were just joking about something like, you know, and I was like, oh, what my dream though would be to shoot the hot dog cannon. Because not only yeah. uh, is being in the hoop troop, a dream of mine. Oh my God. I love the hoop troop. Love them. Love the hoop troop. Uh, much respect to the hoop troop. Um, but I, I just, I love that we have a hot dog cannon. We were yeah. one of the few, if the only stadium to have a hot dog cannon, it's yeah. only because Steve Ballmer wanted a hot dog cannon. I mean, it seems like a bad idea. It, it's a terrible theory, idea. Yeah. Terrible idea. Is there but, toppings on the hot dogs? I don't even no, know. It's okay. like the worst. It's like, do you remember like when you were in, like, I mean, when I was in school, you could go to the cafeteria and they had a hot dog and it was like a foil wrapper and it was right. just like a bun and a dog and that is it and yeah. that's what you're shooting out <laughs> and um so uh through a like through a couple of different interactions uh i there we'll, we'll, we'll let you know and so it was like the first time they asked me like do you want to come it was easter sunday and i was with my family I was like i can't go on easter sunday i can't like leave my family <laughs> shoot the hot dog and i was like i can't go and then it worked out to be in the playoff series with golden state the last uh, so home cool. game wow. and i was like oh my god now i had also like 
injured myself. I had like what I called a, a potty training accident because I was <laughs> picking up my 45 pound uh, three-year-old and I was crouching and whatever. I pulled a muscle and I was having so much trouble walking. Oh, no. and, and they're like, this is your day. And I had a limp. <laughs> Full on leg brace on. I'm like, I gotta get this hot dog. I gotta run out. There. I gotta. I have to bring up the hoop troop because I love DJ Dent. I mean, he's not part of the hoop troop, but uh, and yeah. Hannah and yeah. uh, I follow Hannah on uh, Instagram. Me right? too. Um, we need to. Um, I need to get into that. Um, we call her Candy Cane Bag. <laughs> she was. She always wears like a red and white, or sometimes yeah. blue. Like last, she night, has these but... amazing striped pants. Yeah, yeah. I'm always like, kind of fascinated because she's also like a trainer at F45, right? Which yeah. is like Mark Wahlberg's like uh, gym of choice. Uh, so I get out. Out there, like so, they they make me come way before the game, like at five o'clock, to show me how to operate it. Now, uh, I did the show called Human Giant. It was on MTV, and we did this thing called um, uh, oh gosh, like if I, we basically we were like a secret organization where we were a t-shirt squad. Oh, t-shirt squad. We were t-shirt <laughs> squad by day uh-huh. and pumping up audiences around the country, and then we were a secret agent organization by night. <laughs> yeah. And so we would basically use and dress the same way. So like, so we would have these t-shirt cannons, and we would like we would be rescuing hostages by like popping a t-shirt in, and there would be like a you know all these terrorists holding somebody hostage, and then a t-shirt would come in like, oh, what's this t-shirt? And then we'd use that as a distraction to like rescue the person. And then like the sketch that we did, like we brought around our mascot and he was like killed in the line of fire. Like the craziest fun, the fun, the, the most fun. And so we had these t-shirt cannons and we would use them all the time at our live shows. And we would, we just knew how to work them. So I was like, I know how to work a hot. I I get it. Like yeah. it's easier because the hot dog gun is like on. Uh, it's like a military based thing. It's like <laughs> it's, you just press a button. It's like bam, <laughs> bam, bam. Like there's no you know you know the hot t-shirt can is got to carry. Got to like right. So they're you know they're they're showing me how it works and I'm talking to Chuck uh, the Condor <laughs> before Chuck is Chuck and uh, and they're like this and that and this. I'm like I, I got it. I got it. Like it's easy. And so. I get out there and, you know, of course, the first person I see is like Larry David, who's like sitting right there. I'm like, oh, now I'm like, I'm slightly embarrassed, but I'm like, fuck it. I'm excited. I'm like, let's go. And, um, and, and I'm shooting the hot dog cannon and they're doing everything. Like they're moving the cannon there. I'm just hitting the poof. Yeah. Poof. yeah. They're loading them. And, you know, which kind of sucks because I want more of the, I want to be like, pumping up that cr- I, I am I'm trying my b- most it's a lot going on because I also feel like there's a lot of eyes on me like I feel like I'm a lawsuit waiting to happen and uh and apparently I shot the hot dog the highest it has ever shot what very forbidden like so I got all these text messages after like oh man people are mad that you shot that hot dog so high because it went all the way up to where almost where you guys are sitting oh last God. night and that's I not wish. allowed but I'm like isn't those aren't those the people who deserve the free yeah, hot dogs exactly. you can't you, it's a, the hot dog cannon is a tricky thing you can't shoot it eye level yeah like because that's gonna like shoot hot dogs in faces <laughs> you can't shoot it too too high in the rafters so you gotta like find this weird middle spot and i gotta say chuck the condor was really guiding me i just was hitting that button <laughs> right. so i blame chuck <laughs> wow i blame chuck you know it was that and then it was the uh wet willy to that uh service oh my man. god you know yes. like chuck is uh, a bad influence <laughs> he's, uh, a, he's a little he's rascal. A wild child yeah. yeah awesome all right let's get into previously on basketball so we have this segment where we well, i know it well oh okay <laughs> yeah. no excellent explanation needed yeah. let's get into previously on basketball on the last episode of murder basketball. she wrote oh, i love murder she wrote me too okay whoosh me in gabe poor baby luca may miss two to three weeks with a sprained ankle sparks fly and spectators drinks spill at spurs rockets game Dion Waiters is suspended by the Heat for the third time this season. Sacramento Kings play pickup games with inmates at Folsom Prison for NBA's Play for Justice initiative. G League players are taking steps to unionize. Luca speaks Spanish much better than Blake Griffin in Mexico City. Let's see Luca. Yeah, let's watch that clip. Hola Mexico, ¿cómo estáis? Es un placer para nosotros estar aquí. Muchas gracias por el recibimiento y espero que disfruten del juego. Y una cosa más, viva México, güey. He even said way, which is so Mexico. Wow. 
Hola, Mexico. <laughs> Why did he go second? <laughs> oh my gosh, he can't follow. Yeah. Me. And by the way, if he goes first, then he looks bad too. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, no he winning. The he took the best. Yeah. Oh. Poor Blake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he 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 tried. Yeah. That's he was smiling. All you can ask. Yeah. He seemed like people were into it. They weren't. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Luca was doing the um like. Spanish, Spanish from Spain, yeah. not yeah. Spanish from Mexico. Very and like, impressive. Luca, I feel like, like I don't think he was even showing off. It's like he just no, like it was yeah. like he crammed for that. Like, <laughs> right. I, I think Blake probably could have crammed a little. Like, <laughs> just give me, a, give me a sentence. <laughs> he was on Duolingo yeah. on the plane. <laughs> um, should we uh, watch this clip of the spill? the drink spill? <laughs> yeah. This was yeah, this cracked really me up. Yeah. Russell. Russ. Russ direct hits a lady's drink, which flies up in the air. And then Trey is trying to get the ball from under the seat and splashes. And these ladies are so upset about it. Well, that's... Why didn't they get the ball? Why didn't the ladies grab the ball? Yeah. And as the pass goes out of bounds, you can see the spray. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. They should have leaned down, picked up the ball, and then it wouldn't, they wouldn't have had to deal with the yeah. second By the way, issue. she never stopped chewing. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, uh, like, she seems... But I, I don't understand this idea of, like, that's the price that you are going to yeah. pay. Like, yeah. And by the way, like, yeah, like, you are sitting there. You are in the splash zone. Like, you got to, you know, and that doesn't happen all the time. But, you know, like, yeah. I mean, look, I've seen some wild passes at these Clippers games. Like, you got to be prepared. If you're on that that side, it's coming at you. Yeah, I, w- I, I would consider it an honor. I would I be ecstatic if I could hand the ball to <laughs> yeah. Trey Lyles, maybe touch his hand as I'm handing uh, it over. <laughs> it's a meat cue. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like Trey was trying to help, and then he was like, no, I just get the ball. That, 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 yeah. And I feel like that was like more of a refs thing. Like, we, we're going to get the ball. But it felt like he was approaching, like, oh, are you okay? But no, he was not. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to find the ball. Where's the ball? Where's the ball? Uh, Those ladies didn't deserve their seats. No, We'll leave it didn't. at that. Um, there was also a... Uh, not really a fight. Just let's uh, skip that one. Okay. Yeah, did you see um, Harden and Dejounte Murray? I did not see this contentious moment between them. All right, let's, let's play watch it. it. Well, good job of taking it away from Harden. He didn't look too interested. Well, there's been a lot of contact on James. <laughs> uh, and officials have not been blowing the whistle on the contact. They've been letting uh, it play. The funniest part is when Murray points at Harden, like, you shut me first. I, I, I like it because, like, I also feel like Harden has this energy that, like, he has this, like, you watch him go down the court, like, fuck yeah. And yeah. then you talk to him after the game, he's like, well, I just thought that, uh, that was a very, uh, you know, it's like, there's an energy to him that I'm like, like, he, I don't know, I think he's a bully. I, I, I think that, like, I, I'm not... I respect the level that he plays, but I also don't respect his play, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's something about him that rubs me really the wrong way. Like, I feel like his energy is so... And maybe if I was, like, on a team against, like... Like, I don't feel like Pat Bev has that same... I know that Pat Bev is, like, a rascal and a pest and all that sort of stuff, but there's, an there's like, an... Like, that moment there was, like, a real blatant, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, yeah. He's he's very... He's a very physical player. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, like, wrapped up Kawhi's arms. Yeah. And I was like, what what is that? Like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it bums me out also that he's always, like... He he he's like I get fouled all the time, and he's always like putting his feet out and stuff like that. Like, yeah, like get you know trying to draw the foul. Oh, he's I mean he look he is he is a uh, an award winning flopper. I mean, <laughs> and I'm not judging floppers because we got him too on uh, the Clippers. But mm-hmm. I like but uh but yeah, it is like you can't like but he walks a like I don't think it's a <laughs> I don't feel like Pat Bev like walks a walk like I've never flopped before. Like I'm yeah like, yeah, yeah. He, he, he pays that price. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, By the way, can we do, or am I jumping ahead if I say like, talk about contentious, I thought Ubre was very like, like played last night in this game, like 
as if, and I'm stealing somebody else's joke, as if like he was just traded by the Clippers. Like I was like, what? Where is this coming from? Like you're in the first two minutes, you're like, yeah, suck it. I'm like, all right, like save that energy for at least a little bit later in the game. But uh, yeah, like this, yeah, it was a crazy like. I was like, I, he was, yeah, he was. Um, he, I, I think it's no secret that we're big fans of. Yes, his. I know that you, you all, you like him. I, I think we'll get into it more, but right. I think that is not uncommon he has that energy almost all he's like super high energy yeah. super pumped up all the time like he was doing this thing where he did push-ups whenever he fell down <laughs> i love it i love it i mean it's, by the way great yeah it's great yeah um so let's let's uh talk about the game yesterday we watched the phoenix suns at the los angeles clippers on december 17th 2019 let's meet the boys let's meet the boys Oh, great group of guys. So on the Suns, <laughs> the starters are Ricky Rubio, uh, Michael Bridges, Kelly Oubre Jr., Dario Saric, DeAndre Ayton. And off the bench, we had Aaron Baines, Ty Jerome, and Frank Kaminsky III. Head coach is Monty Williams, and Devin Booker was uh, injured. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Yes. Um, on the Clippers, we've got Patrick Beverly, Maurice Harkless, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Ivica Zubak, and off the bench, Lou Williams, Landry Shamit, and Trez. And this is a big game because this is pretty much the full Clipper unit. Shamit yeah. is back, which yeah. is exciting. and So fun to see him again. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like everyone was like, oh, we're almost at a full 100%, which is the first time of all season, but not even at 100% yet. Totally. Amazing. Yeah. Right in time for NBA trade deadline. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the game. Okay, so first of all, there was a rabbi that sang the national anthem. Yes, yes, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, it was Jewish Heritage Night. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, which was kind of actually unfortunate timing, only because there was also a lot of like sort of Christmassy stuff. Not explicitly Christmas, but in the vein of Christmas. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that, you know, you're you're seeing a lot of Christmas sweaters on sale, a lot mm-hmm. of like hat there there's a yeah i feel like this is their tip of the hat to hanukkah like this is it this is what you're gonna get you're not gonna get this at the rockets game you're gonna get this at the suns game (laughs) like we're we're gonna do it here i don't even think they did they give anything away they had t-shirts with like a yeah it's like a star of david that yeah but it was like the first 1,000 people. Got right. it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was very little. Um, it was just like that, the rabbi and then the halftime show. I think they didn't even mention it for the rest of the game. Yeah. It, I mean, like, I mean, it's hard. It's like the only night that I've really seen, like, well, there was one night that was tricky. It was like Filipino Heritage Night. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the camera crew was like, I hope we got Filipino <laughs> here. Like I was with my, uh, I was with my brother-in-law who is Chinese, and he was like, he's like, I think if I wave enough, I'll get on the jumbotron <laughs> as a Filipino. I was like, <laughs> Amazing. Um, um, but uh, we we sit down. We're in the last row, literally but, the last row. But wall behind us. Great, great. That's a great one. You don't have anyone kicking your seat. It's perfect. It was. Yeah, I I forget because we move around so much yeah. in Staples. Like we've sat almost everywhere. But I forget that like it's just such a different experience up there. And we were um, center court, so that was nice. Oh, nice. yeah. And it's a different experience, but I don't hate it. Yeah. I I feel like. Staples is actually a nice, uh, like, I mean, I don't love that, that, like, that stadium. Like, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I feel like their food choices should be so much Oh, my better. God, Definitely. yes. Like, I don't understand why they're so bad. I don't understand why there's one soft serve ice cream place in that entire, <laughs> like, I don't get that. Like, I blew that my mind. such a specific complaint. I know, I know. But it's like, I'm like, sometimes I want a little soft serve ice cream. Uh, or ice cream in general. There's not yeah, that much ice cream. That's true. Uh, I'm at a basketball game. I'm going to treat myself. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but when you're up there, it's not bad. I've seen concerts up there. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we first, you know, thing is we clocked Kelly Oubre stretching in his 
bright green shoes yeah lime yellowish what limon maybe (laughs) (laughs) limon shoes um trez also had some some great bright green shoes and trez changes them up at halftime so like you know i I wonder if they clocked each other's shoes and i mean if i was trez i would have changed before the game started yeah Yeah. you don't have two lime greens out there Limon. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they were the same exact shoes. It, if so, that would be embarrassing. Oh, that'd be very <laughs> it was hard to tell from a thousand feet away. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like Paul was saying, the game started out with Kelly Oubre just coming out the gate. Yeah. He did a big dunk. Big dunk right on top of Paul George. Yeah. Which, Trez also yeah. did a dunk. Well, Trez, but on. when he finally got in, but those first couple of minutes before Trez was even in, it was like he was playing hard. Yeah. And I feel like th- what I realized last night was like in the beginning, I'm like, oh, and I guess I've been realizing this, but for whatever reason, like the Clippers have become the villain. Like, and I don't, yeah. I, I, this narrative is so messed up to me. Yeah. It's like, Wait, this team that like they played so well last year with mm-hmm. nobody. They like tenacity and 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 just energy and verve like and they got to a place where a Kawhi and a Paul George are like, "Yeah, I like this team that surrounds me." Yeah. And Doc Rivers is doing a great job. Like they've earned it, right? Yeah. And then now it's like Psh. You didn't earn it. Like you're like you're just like you're like it's like. But yet the LeBron and right. and AD, it's like oh yeah, they're the best. Oh, like, well, like that that team is so much more a built team totally. than the Clippers. The Clippers added like like MVPs, right? You know, and and uh, and I just I I don't like this narrative. But now everyone's coming at them totally so hard. And I think the Clippers make this mistake all the time, which is like they play a first. In second quarter, sometimes or first half, like kind of like lackadaisical, mm-hmm, yeah. and they kind of let the other team like feel like they can win, yeah. And then they sometimes lose it, and I feel like last night they're like, "Oh no, no, we have to stop doing yeah. that." Yeah, yeah. They, it was like um, the first quarter was pretty neck and neck, uh, but it became pretty clear by the end of the first quarter, like that the Clippers were going to. They kind of like going to yeah. be a blowout. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we did have a horrible. Let's just skip ahead to that. We had a horrible okay. interaction with this guy. Oh, so no. we we went to the bathroom. Okay. We come back to our seats and there are people in our seats. Okay. In the last row. In the last, like, imagine. Why? Why you would you sit there, anywhere? Yeah. What yeah. are you doing? So we're like, okay, whatever. I mean, maybe right. they just sit in yeah. that accidentally, whatever. So we're like, oh, okay, you're in our seats. Do you mind moving over or whatever? And then um, the guy who ends up sitting, he, they just scoot down like one seat so the guy is still sitting right next to me and we're just watching the game we're not even sure. like yelling yeah. doing anything we're just sitting there watching the game and he turns to me and he says none of these people are clipper fans right he's like you're not clippers fans you're not clipper fans. Like, yeah we are and we're like the stadium is full dude this is a yeah. sun's game the stadium is full and it's all clippers fans he's like no they don't exist man these are all lakers fans and he starts pointing at like he's like i see some i see well, some purple jerseys well like laker fans are there to scout yeah yeah he's like his 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 idea is that this place is full of petty Laker fans because he was a petty oh, Laker fan. Man. And he said I love the Lakers and And we were like what are you doing here? Yeah. And he was like cheap cheap tickets. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to turn down cheap tickets. And I was like, well, then shut your mouth. <laughs> Anastasia I, shut him down. She was I, like, leave us the fuck alone. Dude. I love it. I got into it with a Clippers <laughs> fan on, oh, sorry, a Lakers fan on the Lakers Clippers opener because uh, this guy, aggressive, aggressive Laker fan, the entire game sitting right in front of me because they buy all the seats. You yeah. know, it's like um, grabbed a T-shirt out of like a Clippers shirt because the Clippers game yeah. out of like a kid's hand, like, yeah. you know, like, like oh. grabbed it like a kid would have gotten it. And I'm like, why are you grabbing that shirt? You hate the Clippers. <laughs> you go, oh, wipe my ass with it. <laughs> And, and I go, I go, I go, I go, I said, I, like, and then I was like, well, if they win, you got to put it on. And like, I, like, I got this like thing where I'm like, like, what are you doing? Like, at least like, let the kid, yeah. let the kid have it. Yeah. I don't get that energy. I don't, I mean, it, I, you were getting really angry and I was getting very amused because it was so fucking stupid to me. I love, I mean, I, I it does rile me up sometimes. I think I just, I was getting angry because I was just like. I, I said like why are you doing this like what like what are you what's proving? the point yeah. because he essentially is just like coming there to like 
I don't know, feel better about himself or whatever. And it, it was just like, I, leave Clippers fans alone. We don't go to Lakers games and harass you. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's such, like what's going on? It's yeah. such fucking weird behavior. I don't, I don't understand it at all. That's why I really, I mean, I don't know what Christmas will hold, but if they could beat them twice at Staples, I think I would go. But and like, <laughs> it I, would I, be I, amazing. I know that, like for me, like when I started the season, I was like. I don't think it makes a difference about where the team will be. Yeah. But I think as a, as a statement piece, yeah. it needed to happen. Like the Clippers needed to beat the Lakers. Totally. And, and I, and I, and you know what, if we're going to like drive this rivalry with them, fine, like drive it. Like I don't like, I, I have nothing against Laker fans. Like I think there's a lot of lovely ones out there, yeah. but there's an energy that is just like that. It's like, yeah. it's really crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm from New York. I've went to a lot of Yankee games and even with the Red Sox, there is a confrontational energy there, but it's not as aggressive as right. this. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. It's really bizarre. <laughs> Uh, but then, you know, we enjoyed the rest of the game. Yeah. Yeah. They left early. Of course. Um, the, there By was the way, last time was the first game I've left early. I left at uh, two minutes left in the game. Mm. And I was like, I normally stay right to the bitter end. And I was like, eh. Like I felt like every like yeah. I, I looked at like did like a pan of the bench and like everyone was almost like it was like packing up their bags like okay we're out of here <laughs> okay, okay, sure. it was like it was like I, I never had seen the bench so like like it almost felt like everyone was like wearing hoodies hats gloves scarves like okay we're out see you later you can make it that nine forty five movie if we try all right yeah, they're already awesome. showered yeah it was like there was like I was like all right, I think the last Aww. two minutes and forty five seconds can be okay Poor sense. oh um, we did we did have eight in back that was a big Oh yeah, Yeah. Uh, on the Suns. This was the first game that DeAndre Ayton was back. Yeah, that was good. He was doing okay. I mean, he had um, he had a double double. I think he had like quite a a few um, rebounds and quite a few blocks that were nice. And Magruder. I mean, talk about Magruder with rebounds, a career high. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, very exciting. Um, Do you guys think um, Ayton was juicing? I think he just loves to pee. Uh. <laughs> I think he just likes peeing. Wanted to clean out his system. Yeah, he's got yeah, to, you know, make yourself fresh and clean, you know? Yeah. That's well, the way to go. Are we supposed to do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, always. Flush always. it out. Yeah, just get it out. It's bad. Get the oh, bad out. We, had, we wanted to ask you, who... who um, would you kiss on the Clippers? <laughs> hmm. If you had to kiss one current Clipper... Paul George. Ooh. He's handsome. He is a handsome boy. He's also like, he's tall. He's not like super skinny, not super huge. Yeah. He's he got that you diamond tight. bow tie. I also, yeah, but Paul George is like he looks great in the post uh, game interviews. Yeah. Like he, uh, he's just a great. Like he's a, seems like he's got great personality. He joke last night about like it was his dad's birthday. Oh, whole, that's right. He had the whole team sign his jersey, and he was like, you know, normally for my dad's birthday, I put up like forty or fifty, but you know, <laughs> uh, but, his dad uh, was so cute. Too. Yeah, it's like so fun. I, 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 I really like him as the face of the organization because I noticed something last night. Did you guys notice this? And I, um. Like when the Clippers come out of that lineup, and by the way, sometimes yeah, I'll listen to the Clippers like opening lineup music, like the uh, the Kendrick song, like uh-huh. the edit. It's so uh-huh. good. Uh, but um, but like not even the Kendrick song, the cut that they put <laughs> in the Clippers game. Um, so, uh, but like that opening lineup, it's so funny because like Pep Bev is just like basically at the end of the line, just psyching everybody up. He's got like, a thing with everybody, yeah. and then like when Kawhi comes, it's like. Nice to meet you. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't seem like there's any beef. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's yeah. like it's a sort of like, well, that's it. And, that I, and so I'm funny. I'm fascinated by having him on our team because I'm like, I, he's in, he is the definition of inscrutable. Totally. Like you could tell me he, he was going to leave tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. In fact, he's going to retire. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, <laughs> I can't get a beat on this guy yeah. at yeah. all. Yeah, totally. I would probably kiss Kawhi just to tell the tale. Oh yeah, I mean, like, he, but you wouldn't know if how if if he was upset by it, happy by it. You wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. Paul George, you think? I think Paul George would be like, all right, yeah, I think you like that. <laughs> um, are we going to talk about what I think? I hope I I, uh, I hope we'll talk about which I think is going to be the new Clippers motto, which was uh, Pat Bev's post game interview. I feel oh like my we God. are. I, all right, great. Yes. Can, I, it, can we play the yeah, clip? Let's play the clip. I believe this should be the way. This should be on every T shirt. <laughs> no, we ain't fucking around. We're trying to uh, win as many games as possible. Uh, we understand it's a real competitive league, but anybody we play, we're trying to win. That's our that's our mindset. 
Well, Pat, you guys were able. <laughs> that was on. You can hear TV. it echoing through on TV in the stadium as people were leaving. And there's I love him that, so much. I love him <laughs> so much. Even like when he was like when he talks to report, like he like I feel like he very rarely does post game. Like they always yeah. get somebody else. Uh, but like yeah, we ain't fucking around. I'm like yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that energy because it's like they ha- like they have to be now. I think they after that loss to the Bulls, which I feel like that was upsetting. Yeah, that, that shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they have to be like, all right, guys, we gotta like, we can't lose that. We can't yeah. lose the Bulls. Yeah, 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 we can't fuck around. Uh, what yeah. was the final score? Final score was ninety nine one twenty. Um, pretty. I mean, I at one point the lead was like thirty points. Yeah, oh, I mean. Pretty big, but you had a fun game to watch because I feel like as a Clippers fan, you were watching people like do stuff because like Lou came on in the second half Mm -hmm. with those amazing like he he was on fire and it was like oh right Lou hadn't scored at all before that and then it was like three pointer three pointer three pointer two pointer you know it was like (laughs) that was so fun. I was like oh so even though they're up it was like very fun to watch. Yes, it was. And also like. I'm from Arizona. I love the Suns, but uh, I'm so used to them losing, so it doesn't really bother me when they lose. And this team also, like, they're fun even when they lose, and it's not a big deal. No, I felt like like everyone was playing until the final. Like, I felt like even though the score was so outmatched, like... It just felt like, oh, this I'm still watching like a fun game. Yeah. Like, totally. People are still giving like it their all. And I, I For like sure. that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give out some donkeys. Donkeys. All right. Most points has to go to the LA Clippers. It has to. <laughs> we can't do anything about that. Best dunk. I, f- I feel like it has to go to Kelly. Um, I don't know. Okay, so yes. there was that back and forth with yeah. him and Peach, as we're yeah. calling yeah. him now. Yes. Peach is <laughs> mean. Love it. Um, and I, I'm, it's such a like tie in my mind because I loved the energy between them. Like Kelly dunks on PG, PG dunks on Kelly. And it was just like, I don't know. It didn't feel like it felt like a draw to me. Like I felt like if you're, I, I think the award should be split because it was sort of like because <laughs> of the proximity of them yeah. and the energy of them. It was sort of like boom, boom. It was like I felt like there, but but Ubre like came out like so. It was shocking to watch. I like I, I was like. I was, yeah. it took my breath away actually I was like whoa <laughs> it was All beautiful right. yeah <laughs> should it be a tie have we done that before I don't know. I, we've never done that but yeah. let's do it alright um alright what else do you have any that you'd like to give out Paul um hmm let me see I feel like we talked about Magruder I mean huh I don't know I feel like the besides I mean look the Lou, I mean, I think just the Lou award. I mean, I would give the mm-hmm. Lou award to Lou again for showing us why he is our sixth man. I mean, this is, this is, I mean, you don't see anything from him and then all of a sudden puts up 20 points from zero and you're like, oh, right. That's yeah. what he does. He's an angel. Yeah. Um, I feel like I got to give best shoes to Trez. I mean, mm. he always has great shoes. I don't think he could ever not like he could always win this award. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he the the lime greens and then he switched at halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh lots of good shoes on the court by the way. Yeah. I'm going to give an, another award to most awkward conversation. I'm going to say that would be between Adam Sandler and Billy Crystal on the court. <laughs> like, maybe maybe that was it. <laughs> It what was, were they talking about? I would, I would love to. Well, they looked like they never turned towards each other. I was like watching. I was like, it, it, like Ben Schwartz was talking to Billy Crystal primarily, and then Sandler was on the other side of. Ben Crystal. Schwartz was there. Oh yeah, next to Billy Crystal because oh, they wow. did a movie together. Yeah, right on the floor. I've never sat on the floor like that. Ugh. I've only sat on the floor for uh, a Lakers game because oh, wow. Adam McKay gave me his tickets. Oh wow! And Amazing. that was exciting. It was very exciting. The, it was funny because. Um, Kevin Garnett and Adam Sandler were on the Jumbotron and Adam Sandler tried to like pull Billy Crystal into the like frame <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm always here. Uh, by the way, uh, Uncut Gems is so good and it's a very big basketball movie. Yeah, we're going to watch it. Oh, on oh Friday. great. Yeah. Oh, excited we're going to cover it for the show. Yeah. I'm very excited. I love it. So cool. Um, Gabe, I want to, I want to give one yeah. to, um, I want to give an award for biggest dickhead to the Laker fan. That yeah. Saw our seat. <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> Love that. I'm also going to give an award for worst pizza. Uh, Blaze pizza. Mm. Normally, if you eat Blaze outside of Staples, it's pretty solid. Yeah. I found that pizza last night to be almost inedible. I'm like, what is going on, Blaze? Did you get the barbecue one? No, I just got regular just regular cheese pizza I was like this is garbage oh. We've after charburger didn't have their plant-based burger oh, i know no. very very uh la problems i'm having <laughs> um we have gotten blaze before and it's like if you don't eat that immediately it's rubber totally. yeah yeah gabe one last one um yeah i'll give uh a donkey i'll give the we already gave the Lou Award out. I want to give the Lou L-U-E Award out to Ty Lou. Oh, nice. I think every time they... I, I like to imagine that every time the crowd shout, is like chanting Lou, that he closes his eyes and imagines that they're chanting for him. <laughs> All right. Great. So, um, I mean, Clippers win. Also, you know... Billy Crystal and Adam Sandler get one. Laker fan gets one. Oh, uh, you know what? I just remembered. Yeah. I did have one interesting NBA interaction, which I feel like is worthy of sharing. Okay. I don't know why this just came up. Um, Jerry West. Oh. That was the one that I was most excited to kind of see. And I was too, too nervous to go over to him. And I just did like a little like hands together, <laughs> head down, like prayer, like, like, um, and he was like, no, 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 no. And I thought that was a great interaction to have with him. Oh, that's awesome. What was his issue with that? I just feel like he's like, no, I'm not, I don't need that. I don't need that. It wasn't like, it was, I was like, I was very like. It was a, like a respectful bow. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Doesn't want that. I don't want it. I don't want those accolades. Amazing. All well, right. congrats to the Clippers for winning the game and the Donkeys. All right. Uh, all right. So. Paul, yes. thank you so much for being on Oh my on gosh, the show. this is such a thank pleasure. You. I love your show so much. Thank do you yeah, have anything you'd like to plug? Um, what do I want to plug? No, you, you talk about my podcast. That's great. I'm doing something that I think is really stupid, which is uh, I'm doing this text-based app thing where you can actually text people instead of like being on social media. So it takes away, like I think, some of the toxicity of Ooh. social media. Ooh. So I'm doing that. But that that number, uh, it's on my it's on my social feeds or whatever. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I have cool. nothing else to say. Awesome. But yeah, there you go. My awesome. my dad is a huge fan of Unspooled. Oh, really? I think he I would be it. mad if I didn't mention oh, it. Oh, I love that he is. Oh, <laughs> and that's great. He constantly texts me uh, pretty much a synopsis of the most recent Unspooled. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have uh, we have this week, we have the editor of Star Wars talking about the original Star Wars oh my God. in anticipation for The Rise of Skywalker. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Thank Everyone you listen. so much for being here. Thank you, Thank you so much. So much right. um, next week, we are not watching a game, but tune in because we'll have something else for you. Let's get into our mail basket. All right. Today we have an email from Abe in Portland. He writes us about his trailblazers and says, times are dark. Our fun and lovable team from last year is a bunch of dorks like Wario Hazonia, really Mario, but he bad. My friends and I argue in a friendly way as to whether our season is lost or not. I think it is. This is the most expensive roster in the NBA. Oh, well, we still love our Zers. Anyway, here's a cute memory from last year. Zach Collins, who, like most of our team, is injured right now. Let's watch it. There's another seven-footer. Oh, okay, Zach. <laughs> he's, doing a little, he's doing a little dance to the... Myers Leonard looks at him like, what the heck? <laughs> he's sitting on the bench, dancing. Not done yet. Look at the... Not done yet. Myers um, Leonard I, wiped his brow like, ugh. He always, Zach always, I always just think of him going to like EDM <laughs> festivals and <laughs> doing a bunch of Molly or whatever. Painting his chest purple swirls yeah, or something. I can't get that image out of my head. Um, but, you know, do you, Zach? Um, you said you like updates, so I sent you one. Thanks for making the best NBA podcast, Abe. Oh, thanks, Abe. Abe, what a sweetie pie. Thanks so much. I love when people send us little clips and links to things because... Often, you know, sometimes I've seen it, but often I haven't. And uh, it's really fun. Yeah. Thank you, Abe. If you want to send us something, you can email us at hiadunk.town or leave us a message on our cutie hotline, 903-420-DUNK. You can always tell us about your team, um, a cute player that you want us to highlight or, you know, ask us a question. I wonder if Abe wrote this before they got mellow. I think he did. And... I wonder how he thinks now. Like if he's like, oh, I'm excited now. Or if it's still like, 
give us an update yeah <laughs> i because i love the, bl- the blazers i feel like they're a great team and i get they're just like riddled with injuries and that's a bummer but hang in there abe yeah um thanks again to paul Shear for coming yes what a joyful episode this was um thanks to all of you guys for listening and coming on our journey i also want to give out a special thank you to mark kramer um who included us in the vultures top comedy podcast list mark best replacement for nb or for espn (laughs) yeah which is really a, a very bold thing to say yeah um we're just really um we flattered it, yeah. and and it was such a fun thing to discover um and we've gotten some uh trolls which we're loving <laughs> yeah i you know when we first started this podcast we were so scared of getting some sports you know toxic masculinity uh haters coming our way but now it kind of feels nice because it just means that uh we're reaching a broader audience um so and and that's in huge part because of mark kramer and also paul Shear for shouting us out on his podcast yeah so thank you mark uh you're amazing let's get a beer and watch a game sometime yeah come to dunktown village yeah <laughs> um all right Thank you, guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram, Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website. It's dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash clotworthy. Clotworthy.